Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Shug Burry. What happened if you say what you want to say? Sugar and you are tuning into Him for Her Radio Women's Hot Topics. I am so glad that you chose today to be the day to listen to our show. We have got such an astonishing show that's coming up, and I tell you, we tell it like it is. In an upside-down world where right is wrong and wrong is right, we got to talk about the hot topics. And I am here with a fabulous guest co-host. Her name is Bev Canaris. Bev, welcome to the show. Thank you, Shug. Great to be here with you. Listeners, I've got to tell you about Bev. You know, I've known Bev a long time. Uh, I just love her. She's my mentor, personally. Uh, She's a wife, a mother, a grandmother, a teaching leader for Bible Study Fellowship, for 30 years. Oh my gosh, Bev, we've known each other a long time. Long time, Shook. A speaker, a teacher, and a mentor to many. And, you know, radio's not her, uh, you know, she's not new at this rodeo. She's on radio very often as a teaching leader. Uh, Bev's life purpose is to teach the Bible and share the gospel of Christ in order to raise up Christian leaders. And I tell you, this woman, she serves with excellence. uh, And she wants to serve the church and Jesus Christ. So again, welcome, Bev. Thanks for being on the show. It's a privilege. Now, she had recommended this guest that we're having today, as well as the book. And ladies, like I had said, in an upside down world, we're going to take topics that are challenging, that are difficult. And you know what's really bothered me as a mom uh, and and hopefully someday as a grandmother and watching this next generation uh, come up is the hookup culture. That's today's topic. It's called the hookup culture. And you all know what that means. I don't have to go into detail about that, but we're going to really get into detail with our guest. I'm so excited to have her introduced. Bev, would you share with our listeners who we have on the show today? We have Professor Nancy Piercy is going to be sharing with us. And Nancy is the author of the recently released books, Love Thy Body, which is the one I've been studying and and just going over so many times. Another book, Answering Hard Questions About Life and Sexuality. Her earlier books include The Soul of Science, Saving Leonardo, Finding Truth, and two ECPA Gold Medallion Award winners, How Now Shall I We Live? And that was co-authored. And also the book Total Truth, which I've read as well, is excellent. Her books have been translated into eight languages. She is a professor, scholar, residence at Houston Baptist University. A former agnostic, um, Professor Percy has spoken at universities such as Princeton, Stanford, USC, Dartmouth. She was highlighted as one of the five top apologists by Christianity Today and was hailed as the economist in The Economist, as America's preeminent evangelical Protestant female intellectual. Wow. Wow. That's what I say. That's all I got (laughs) to say. You know, I had already read those books, How Now Shall We Live? 
um, and also total truth. I've met Chuck Colson personally. He prayed over me before I started prison ministry. And little did I know, Professor, that we would have you on the show. I mean, praise God. Thank you for coming on. Well, thanks so much for having me. And that's great to hear your own background. That's, that's wonderful. I just love what you're doing, your writings. You know, you're, you're just, you're so intelligent, which is, just brings me up a whole new level. I was talking to Bev about this, is that when I read such an intelligent book and written so well, I feel like you've just lifted me up to a whole new level. So the book is called Love Thy Body. Uh, Professor, please share with us, why did you write this book and how do you intend for people to use the information in practical ways? Right. Well, the book's uh, covers, let me tell you first what it's about. It covers the cutting-edge moral issues of our day, things like abortion, euthanasia, homosexuality, transgenderism, and so on. And the reason I wrote it is that today many people are no longer asking, is Christianity true? They're asking, why are, Christ- why are Christians such bigots? Mm. And so my goal is to give readers the tools to debunk that negative stereotype that's so common. And to do that, I had to first explain how secular people think about these issues and then equip Christians to to respond. Uh, I think that many times Christians are kind of stymied and they end up just saying, uh, the Bible says. Um, In fact, there's an Amazon review where a customer says, this book helped me get beyond just because the Bible says. Mm -hmm. It helps give you the reasons for the rules so that you can explain to your secular friends or even to your own children, why does the Bible say this about sexuality or this about transgenderism? And it gives a little bit more um, depth to our discussions. People want to make sense of things. They don't want to be just told it's right or wrong. They want to be able to make sense of it. And so that's what I help them do in Love Thy Body. Well, you hit some really tough topics in there. So I really encourage our readers to get this book, Love Thy Body. How can they uh, find this book and how can they discover ways to reach out to you? Um, you well, my, I do have a website, nancypiercy.com. Very simple, nancypiercy.com. And the book is sold everywhere. If you, are, if you buy on Amazon or uh, christianbooks.com, you know, and your favorite bookstore, uh, it's from Baker Books, so that is it's widely available. Nancy, this is Bev. Um, in your book, you talk about this idea of the two-story, and you call it Cartesian dualism. What does that mean, and how does the hookup culture, which is our topic for today, reflect that dualism? And right. also, can the gospel mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ heal that kind of dualism? Right. And dualism sounds like a technical term, but all it means, really, is that the secular ethic is based on a separation between the body and the person, and that denigrates the body, actually. So let's take the hookup culture uh, as an example. It rests on the assumption that sex can be purely physical, cut off from the whole person, with no hint of love or commitment. And let me give you an example. Um, In Love Thy Body, I give lots of very poignant quotes from college students. And one was named Alicia, and she said, hookups are very scripted. You learn to turn everything off except your body. You make yourself emotionally invulnerable. So there you see it. You know, you turn off, your, you turn off everything except your body. You make a separation between your body and your mind and emotions. There was an article in Rolling Stone magazine that interviewed 
another college student. Her name was Naomi. And this was a fascinating quote because she really understood the issue. She said, the mistake people make is they assume that there are two very distinct elements in a relationship, one emotional and one sexual. And they pretend like there are clean lines between them. So essentially, that captures, okay, clean lines between them, the emotion on one side, your body on the other side. And so, and in fact, I have to tell you this. After writing the book, I read another, I read a book on um, prostitution. And I was stunned because the prostitute said that's the only way that they can survive in their profession. They said, I just, I wall off my body from my mind. I just, you know, make a complete separation between what my body's doing and who I am. I thought, oh, my goodness, our college students are practically training themselves in the mindset of a prostitute, that division between the person and the body. And to which I would say, no wonder Mm -hmm. the hookup culture is creating a trail of wounded people because they're trying to live out a secularist ethic that does not fit who they truly are. We do not naturally thrive on casual, meaningless sexual encounters. In the biblical worldview, the most complete and intimate physical union is meant to express the most complete and intimate union of the whole person in the whole life commitment of marriage. So the Christian ethic is incarnational. That means what you do with your body is meant to be in harmony with who you are as a whole person. There's no division. You are a whole person before God. God has made both your body and your soul, and you're an integrated unity. Amen. Nancy, do you think it's even possible for people to separate them like that after a sexual encounter? I mean, are they checking their phone to see if they get a text? or Is it successful for them to do that? No, what's fascinating is uh, I have a, I got a quote from Glamour magazine of all places. Uh, can you imagine Glamour? As warning <laughs> yes. people, warning people that you may not be able to pull this off. <laughs> you may be trying to have meaningless sexual, you know, casual sex, as you put it. Um, but you may not be able to pull it off because your hormones get involved. Scientists have discovered that we have hormones that cause us to bond. And it, it started with um, uh, childbirth and breastfeeding. They discovered that hormones are released like oxytocin that causes the mother to uh, bond with her baby. It's, it's, the, it's the nurturing instinct. It's the, bonding, it's the bonding hormone. And so they were amazed when they found out that when a woman has sex, Uh, actually both men and women, Um, when they have sex, also your body releases oxytocin, which is the hormone of bonding. Mm -hmm. And so it was um, even secular people, like you say, the the advice columnist at Glamour Magazine says, because of your hormones, you might get attached when you don't mean to. (laughs) She said, biology may trump your intentions, is how she put it. So this is what we need to realize, that when Paul says... Um, you know, when you not when you unite yourself with a prostitute, you are one with her in body. Yes. And when he says when you sin sexually, you're sexually you're sinning against your own body. This is part of what he meant that our when we have sex, our body responds. Well, let me give you a quote. This is a great ringer quote. Um, there's a professor at Duke University who's a 
uh, adult convert to Christianity. And she wrote, she said, when Paul says, uh, you, you, know, you become one with her in body, she says, let's translate into that into modern language. It means, don't you know that when you sleep with someone, your body makes a promise, hmm. whether you intend to or not? Hmm. And that's why sex is so painful uh, when people break up, yeah. is that your, your body is responding, your body is attached your hormones are attached. And so when you repeatedly hook up and repeatedly break up, your body is breaking that promise. And mm. that's why sex has become so painful for many young people, emotionally painful. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly in that, Professor. And, you know, when I was reading this in your chapter, I just was so amazed that God has really wired us perfectly. You use the word teleology, I believe is the correct term, which you know, is basically the purpose or why God created us this way. And look at how everything just comes together. And ladies, if you're listening, and gentlemen, for uh, just tuning in going, Shug, what show is this? Uh, my name is Shugbury, him for her radio, Women's Hot Topics. And we are bringing you the topics that you are asking for. And we're, the big question is this hookup culture. And that's what we're discussing today. I'm with my guest co-host, Bev Canaris, as well as Professor Nancy Piercy, who wrote the wonderful book, Love Thy Body. I really encourage you guys to go on, find the book. I bought it through Amazon, no problem. Um, and and. You can also find Nancy Piercy at nancypiercy.com, and her last name is spelled P-E-A-R-C-E-Y.com. So glad to have you on the show. Go to our website, him for her, H-I-M, number for her, ministries.org. Look us up, donate, help us to bring these kind of topics to women and men throughout the world, in the darkest corners of the world. That's our goal, to bring the gospel, the truth of Jesus Christ, and not be ashamed to tackle any topic. John, have we been afraid to tackle any topic? <laughs> you're, you're guilty of a lot of things. You're not guilty of being afraid. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So bring them on, people. Let's keep talking about the things that um, are on the forefront of your mind. Now, um, Professor Piercy just got done explaining to us how hormonally we're wired, how God has put us together, um, how we can be completely permanently exclusive with each other just through that beautiful act of sex. And that's the thing that's frustrating for me in Scripture is um, that the enemy in this world tries to take the beauty of what God gave us in sex and warp it in such a way that it's just become um, free change. It's no big deal. And I work with women in prison, and i got to tell you, it's a big deal. Their hearts are ripped out. They're devastated. Their lives as prostitutes or other things on sexual immorality has really taken a toll. And so, Nancy, help me out with this. In this crazy mixed-up world, how does the worldview media and thinkers shape people's thinking. And I'm talking about entertainment, education, magazines, pornography, and movies. How did we get here? Well, I think the, um, the pornography is, is the key, that pornography is now bleeding into magazines and movies. And, of course, in pornography, the split between the body and the person that we talked about is ex- is extreme. I mean, this is probably the extreme version of it because the viewer of pornography is disconnecting the woman's body from any interest in who she is as a person. So pornography is tearing apart what was meant to be integrated. You know, when God created us, it's treating the body as an object, an instrument for the for the viewer's own 
purposes. And sadly, tragically, porn is where many young people today are getting their sex education. There was a book uh, by an author, she's a feminist author named Naomi Wolf, but she interviewed uh, students at a large university, and she said it became very clear that after having a decade of access to Internet, they were very familiar with porn. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they had no idea how to form a relationship. You had mentioned in your book as well that it really disconnects the person from um, the, the spiritual part of sex. And, um, I, you know, listeners, if you're out there and you're into porn, it's addictive. And I'm encouraging you that you seek out professional help. You go to a pastor or you go to a counselor, a Christian counselor, you go to God's word, you get on your knees, you repent, and you give it to God and say, God, help me get this love thing right. Nancy, um, you know, this is such a an old story, really, of Gnosticism. Yes, absolutely. Um, we are, what we're facing today with the idea that the body doesn't really matter, and you can do whatever you want with it, you know, you can throw it away, you can have sex, and it doesn't affect you as a whole person. That's a denigration of the body. It's a low view of the body, and the the Christian church has faced this before in the, in the ancient world, the, the, the baby church, <laughs> when we were just starting out, uh, we, we faced a culture that also denigrated the material world, the physical world, the body. And that's that word Gnosticism that you use. Gnosticism and Platonism and Manichaeism, there was a whole host of isms that the early church faced that all taught that this world is the realm of evil and corruption and that, in fact, Gnosticism taught that this world was created by a low-level deity. They had several levels of deities. And, and this world was created by an evil god, uh, because matter is so evil. It must have been created by an evil god. And they treated the body as the prison house of the soul. That was their term, prison house. And in this historical context, Christianity was nothing short of revolutionary, because it taught that the physical universe was created by the supreme deity, the the highest God, who was a good God. And therefore, this world is intrinsically good. It's it's fallen. It's been affected by sin. But that does not affect the fact that it it was intrinsically and originally good. And at that time, the the real scandal of Christianity was its teaching that that same supreme deity had actually entered into the realm of matter, taking on a physical body. So the incarnation was the ultimate affirmation of the dignity of the human body. Absolutely, Nancy. Thank you for that background. I think it gives us some context for our topic today. But, you know, I'm thinking about the people who might be listening, Nancy, who are really hurting inside because they have fallen for society's uh, lie that you can just have casual sex and there's no repercussions with it. It's just um, like you were watching a movie for fun. You're having sex for fun. Um, What's the ramifications and what do people really want in relationships that they're not getting? Well, the biblical view is that our body is intimately connected to who we are. And this comes out especially in the uh, Hebrew poetry. For example, uh, the psalm that says, My soul thirsts for you, my flesh yearns for you. Or our soul has sunk down in the dust, our body cleaves to the earth. Again and again, you find that the Bible treats the human being as a psycho 
physical unity, that the inner life of the soul is expressed through the body. And so when we, the, the, um, the answer is that we treat our body with the respect as, as the creation of God. And think of it this way, even, you know, we, most of the time when we, when Christians think about the end of time, we think we won't have a body, right? We'll be floating around spirits in heaven, but that's not what the Bible teaches. The Bible says at the end of time, God's not going to scrap the material universe as if he made a mistake the first time around. Mm -hmm. He's going to renew it and restore it and create a new heavens and a new earth. And you and I will be in that new on, on that new earth in renewed bodies, resurrected bodies. So the uh, Apostles' Creed from the beginning has affirmed the resurrection of the body. Mm-hmm. That this is an incredibly high view of the physical r- world. I have to tell you, I've studied a lot of different philosophies and religions. There is nothing like it mm-hmm. in any other religion or philosophy. As Christians, this should be the main point of our contact with secular people is we should be so excited about the positive view of the body that the scripture teaches reaching out with the good news yeah that we are you know good news didn't start with jesus died for your sins good news started with god created the heavens and the earth and Mm -hmm. therefore you have great value and dignity made in the image of God. Amen. And ladies, there is no sin. There is no trial that we've been through. There is no rebellion we've done that we cannot be forgiven for. For God forgives as far as the East is from the West. And there's a lot of people out there that are really struggling with their sexual immorality, their sexual issues. We're going to be doing another show with the professor on uh, transgender And so I really encourage you to find that, to listen to it. Um, We're going to get right to the heart of Love Thy Body, Nancy Piercy's book. I really encourage you to pick it up. Nancy, you don't mess around. You got right into the dirt of it, right into the meat of it. There is no topic in this book that you were um, bashful or or going away from. And so I really thank you for taking the time to write this book, to reach out to all of us um, regarding this hookup culture. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me on your show. And you make it so clear to us that, you know, we are made with a purpose. We are made in the image of God and that this hookup culture creates almost a a, a dysfunction between the body and between ourselves. And so, Bev, thank you so much for coming on air with us. Um, Would you do me a favor, please, and pray us out if you would? I would. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this time with Professor Piercy. I pray now, Father, as these words have gone out, that they would help us to understand the truth, the truth that God has created us and our bodies are special, our bodies are temples, Lord, and that this hookup culture lie would be broken and that you would just heal the pain so many have um, gone through in this kind of a culture where this is so common, Lord. I pray that there would be a change, a revival in the hearts and minds of all. And use this book, Lord, to spread that word. And it's in Christ's name we've prayed. Amen. 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 And if you haven't said yes to Jesus Christ before, would today be the day? Did you know that you're supposed to? In Romans ten nine, it says, if you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him for the, from the dead. Why? Because of you. He loves you so much. You are saved. 
Thank you, Professor Nancy Piercy, for coming on our show and writing the book, Love Thy Body. I really appreciate you taking the time from your busy schedule. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so thankful that you're with us. And Bev Canaris, my mentor, my friend, thank you for co-hosting. Thank you for recommending the book. And thank you for everything that you do in leadership, um, not only in the Twin Cities, but also around the United States. God bless you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, Shug, for the opportunity. Ladies, we are found at himforherministries.org, H-I-M, number four, herministries.org. Come online. See all the things that God is doing. Radio is only one of the five initiatives that we do. And would you help us in bringing the gospel and power of Jesus Christ to the darkest corners of the world, in your home, outside of your home? We are free and women everywhere. Until next time, this is Sugbury, over and out. Mm-hmm.